from the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every Every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet, Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. It's awesome to be here with everyone today on the BetQL Network, where every game's game seven. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the B. It's the bets. We bring you the S. It's the sports. Coming to you live today from the usual spots, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium coming up 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. We are on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And heard on radio stations nationwide, including our friends on Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, XM 205. And I was very happy that, like, my satellite radio, nothing got knocked out. These crazy storm here in the Northeast. where The, the wind was howling last night to the point that I got woken up a couple times while I was sleeping for things like crashing on the street. Uh, thankfully... No power was lost, and we're able to do the show today. So I hope everyone's staying safe in the areas of the country, really the Northeast, affected by like this insane storm that rolled through this weekend. As Ken and I are here, and we're bringing you the wagertainment, talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the King of Sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And do so on an M3. Three words that start with the letter M. Magnificent Football Monday. One week from Christmas, which is really awesome, unless you're Scrooge, in which case maybe you don't like it. I think it's really great. Uh, Christmas, one week from today, December 18th, 2023. Our show's on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos, and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X, at Lockie Lockerson. And on this magnificent Football Monday, we will bring you the honor and privilege of one wonderful guest. And that, of course, is Drew Densick, the whale capper, NBC Sports betting analyst, will join us in hour number three. Give us his thoughts on Monday Night Football, where we don't know who the quarterbacks are for either team yet. <laughs> that'll, that'll be fun. Talk Philadelphia and Seattle. Early looks for week 16 in the NFL. Time flies when you're having fun. And any NBA bets that Drew Densick has for us coming up hour number three of today's show. Plus, how about this? We haven't been able to utter this sentence in, I don't know, like three plus months here. Uh, Ken and I are both off tomorrow. So attending to a personal matter, taking taking the day off. Ken is out as well. Um, so tomorrow we'll have uh, two other hosts filling in, and uh, Alex can let me know. I forget he told me, and then I forgot. But I think it's PJ and Kate. I think I think that's I right. That's PJ, correct. PJ yep. Glasser and Kate Constable will host you better. You bet tomorrow, which is awesome. So Ken and I are off tomorrow. Um, so we are going to hit every single game, Week 16 in the National Football League, P-squared, B-squared, today on the show. Normally, when we have a full 16-game slate uh, for the week coming up, we usually have like six or seven games left over for Tuesday. We are going to race through it today. We're going to make sure that everything gets done, with the exception, obviously, of the teams that are playing tonight, the Eagles and the Seahawks. We'll do those when we return to the show on Wednesday, because, you know, we don't know if it's going to get hurt in these games, whatever, what it's going to look like. So... Basically, almost every game for Week 16 will be hit today on the show to get you set to bet and win Week 16 in the National Football League. And uh, that, that won't leave us a lot of time to do anything else. <laughs> so in the power hour of the show, the final hour, we'll give you all our bets for tonight. Our NBA best of the best, where 
think we may have to pour one out. We may, we'll have to figure out what to do with these Jaime Hawkins props because Tyler yeah, Hero's back tonight for Miami. Dunzo. Everybody's so, uh, back. Bam, Bam's playing too, right? And everybody playing tonight. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I don't know what I want to do with Jaime Hawkins. So we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll do we'll do one more and we'll see how this goes tonight for Jaime Hawkins. You can uh, start playing unders and just start like trashing him every night. Be like, look Hawkins. at this look at this hook shot. What a loser. Dude, he's been. I, I feel like I never want to bet under on him the rest of his career. He's been so yeah. good to us. On I've the never streets. seen been someone insane. so consistently score like 16 points in every single <laughs> game that he plays. It's really <laughs> like he doesn't go nuclear in any game, but you look at the end, you go like, yeah, the guy had 17 points. Shot okay. Yep. Played yep. 30 minutes. Next. <laughs> like, all right, he, great. <laughs> he 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 went over like every single time. I think he lost yeah. once in the whole stretch yeah, that we gave this bet out, which is absolutely unbelievable. Um, I I'll tell you what, man, with uh with Mitchell Robinson out for the Knicks, with Jericho Sims starting, and like Hartenstein coming yeah. off the bench, they might get is, they, might, they might get mashed tonight. Yeah, it's uh, really bad. <laughs> if Anthony Davis plays tonight, and I don't know if there's been like any like update on his status, questionable, right? Uh, Still, I. I, I you usually find it a couple hours before with the with the two Lakers guys, especially. It's usually like ninety minutes before you find out. I feel like centers are going to absolutely trash the Knicks while Robinson's out. Like until they do something here, like I don't know, maybe sure. Taj Gibson in there to like the you know, bang down low, hashtag bang down low. Uh, we'll mm. we'll see, but I'll tell you what, that Anthony Davis points over when it gets posted, going to look pretty juicy coming up tonight in the NBA. We'll give you our bets of steal in the National Hockey League. Tyler Morales is here. Maybe he'll give us some college basketball bets, and then we will of course give you our thoughts on Monday Night Football with the Eagles and the Seahawks. We'll have to wait until like the very end of the show to do that. So we'll find out, you know, like who's playing quarterback. Like we think Geno Smith's probably out, probably going to be Drew Locke. Uh, Geno dealing with the groin injury. And it feels like Jalen Hurts is a true coin flip to play the game as well. So obviously like, we can't talk about the game until we know who's playing quarterback for both teams. And we'll do that coming up at the end of the show. Tonight, we are locked and loaded here. Magnificent Football Monday. Ken, how's it going? Yeah, for people who wonder what our day was like today, um, if you watched the Falcons-Panthers game yesterday in Carolina where they're about I think I saw the ticket prices. I think you could get in for six bucks. Is what I yeah, saw on Twitter less, for that I game yesterday. Right? And uh, and and I'll say that uh, six dollars and not many people chose to take advantage of that great deal and that great offer. And there were not many fans there. Uh, so those conditions, I think we were all you know whether you watch Red Zone or you. <laughs> I was gonna say whether you watch Red Zone or just watch that game. If you just watch that game, like God help you. Uh, but if you were watching Red Zone, you saw the update. That's what it was like here today. That's what it was like where Nick was. It's what it, where Nick is rather. It's what it's like where I am. Still kind of like that right now. We got like another hour here, and then things get things get just fine. Um, that's just like a, a kind of a, a weird a weird Sunday. Like in those kind of games, a lot of bad weather. Weird Monday here for us trying to figure out. You know, uh, am I going to have power? What's going to happen? And uh, and just a ton of st- like just. We're right in the middle of it right now. We're just, you know, there's just a lot going on. And we're really coming down to the finish line of the NFL season. And there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. So, yeah, I'm doing great. But uh, definitely a, a kind of a bizarre, warm, very rainy, very windy Panthers-Falcons kind of Monday here. That. I'll tell you, I guess we can get into it here. And we will start our handicap of week 16, like to yeah, start the next segment. We're actually we're gonna, already we're behind, get... if you do the math. Uh, <laughs> we actually, like, we, that's actually true. Like, we are already behind. We'll get to the Rams and Saints. We'll start with that on Thursday Night Football. Just that, you know, I, I, as t- I think people can kind of like, 
can, can the, you know, longtime listeners and viewers of the show know that this is true, that as the years have gone on, I feel like I have kind of like mellowed a little bit in terms of like games that I bet, you lose games. Like I, I don't get as upset as, I've, as I used to get in the past. So like I'll have Sundays where I get my ass kicked, Sundays where I win, come back like pretty like even keeled on Mondays, right? Like what are you going to do? You feel like this stuff hopefully balances out in, in, in the long run. Um, I do get really tilted sometimes, though, by individual games. I think that the combination of my bet on the Falcons yesterday, which I actually, like, bet again <laughs> at a better number before kickoff because I, I was just, like, convinced that they were going to win because Carolina's really bad. The combination of that and then fantasy football postseason with Arthur Smith, like, rearing his ugly head again, like, going back, back on his BS, I think that's— uh, I think it's the most I've tilted anything all football season. Yesterday, the end of that game, like, after Bijan fumbled, why are you running the ball on third and 11? I just like a Bijan fumbles on a third and 11. Ritter with, Ritter me this, why the hell is he throwing that pass? Why is he playing? And then the the Falcons defense folds like a cheap suit. The, the, the piece de resistance at the end of the game is one last piece of bad coaching is the Falcons don't let Chuba Hubbard score at the end and they just kneel on the ball three times and then, you know, Pinheiro makes the field goal as time expires and the Falcons lose outright. And I tweeted this yesterday. It reached the point where they're on that drive and it's like, I, I'm not going to win my bet no matter what happens at this point now. I actually, hope the Falcons lose for the greater good because I'm a man of the people we got to get this guy out of there it's actually become personal with Arthur Smith I hate this guy and I hate him as a human being not just like wow I watch this guy once a week I actually dislike him get him out of here man so that was my Sunday yesterday it was highlighted by what I would call the tilt of tilts thanks to Bijan Robinson yesterday and losing my bet on the Falcons Justin in mind-numbing, like, excruciating fashion. Just, like, as bad as it gets. Really annoying. As, uh, as crazy and, and sloppy as that game was, there uh, there weren't any long field goals, which was really nice. <laughs> I, did win. Us, I, I, really I did have I did cash on the under 48 and a half that you talked about on the show yesterday. The best part was that. there were, like, six times. There were, like, six. That's It's a really fun sweat because there were, like, six different possessions. These teams are so inept, and they get they get bogged down so much at midfield. There's, like, a ton of possessions where on third down they don't convert, and I go, well, this would be really bad if they decided to kick right now. And then, like, every single time they just went for it because they realized that they couldn't kick in the conditions. That was kind of fun. Um, did I have anything really tilting yesterday? I thought, I mean, Bears-Browns wasn't tilting in, like, the normal – like, it wasn't going to be tilting in the normal way because the Bears – do what they do. They like outplay a team for a pretty long period of time. And then they melt in the last five to 10 minutes of the game. That game landing exactly three was great for our show. I bet two and a half. You bet three and a half with the bears yep. earlier in the week. Lands three uh, Joe Flacco comeback player of the year, at least survives for another week. And we'll see what happens. Come back. Oh, come back. Oh, and then come Baker was the other one that people came up with. Cause he played <laughs> great really against good. the Packers and uh, prompting pro football talks, Mike Florio to tweet out Baker Mayfield comeback player of the year and MVP, which was my favorite thing. <laughs> like just let's uh, give them all the trophies. Sure. Why not? Yeah. We're just let's, let's get, let's get crazy. Let's do that. And uh, so that was great. The over in the Niners game was outstanding. Um, you know, some uh, Texans, we didn't talk about that game. Like, you know, wait till the last possible second bet Houston. Yep. A another crazy, these, these AFC like mid offs, like the AFC games between the average teams. And we got like six more of them coming up this week, where just everybody in the bottom of the AFC playoffs is just a round robin for the last month playing each other. And all the games are ridiculous. Some of them go to overtime. All of them land like exactly on three or one or two. And we had more yesterday. 
Like Flacco comes back and beats the Bears, who I understand are not in the AFC playoffs, but like they play crazy games every week. And like like Houston, Tennessee play like this like the stupidest game. I mean, just like a really fun, dumb game. Uh, that you know, it's basically got everything you're looking for. It's even got like significant injuries, which can impact stuff coming up this week. And Houston, I don't even really know how necessarily uh, wins. They don't even tie. They just win the game. And, uh, and they're kind of, they're back in it as well. Indy Pittsburgh on Saturday would fit that description too. So yeah, just, and we got a bunch of more of these, these like the mediocre versus mediocre games have really been kind of electric. They've kind of been all clicking so far this year, even the bad, bad games that we've had in the, in the standalone window. So excited I, to talk about some of those coming up too. I love how you go like the mid AFC teams, like the teams all yeah. at the bottom of the playoff picture in the AFC, they're all playing each other. The games are all landing like one or two. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Bills play like here. Here's the eighty nine Forty Niners, yes, nothing, and then the two thousand seven Patriots. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> here come Easton Stick and the Chargers on Saturday night, yeah. and look like we'll do that game like coming up maybe like this hour for sure because that's one of the Saturday games. Ken, I was listening on Friday when we were talking about this and what you were saying about like uh, what that point spread might open and what we might want to do. That opened thirteen and a half and like lasted. Oh, for I saw a fourteen while. right off the bat. I saw a fourteen. Yeah. I never saw the 14, but I saw the, thir- the 13 and a half was up for a while. And I said, I would like to register my opinion that this number is a little too high. And what did and I say would happen? That yeah. the, the, the Chargers would get bet. It's not because they're bad, folks. Like, just, you know, stuff gets bet for specific reasons. <laughs> like, that's not, this is not, this is not crazy. It's pretty, it's, it, that part is easy to figure out. You just, I mean, you can't bet a lot of money at that point. So it's not like some you know, million dollar operation betting like stone NFL openers for $500 or something. But yeah, like opens 14, like what do you think going to get bet? Oh, the, the rest is the rest advantage team. That's like flipping their coaching staff. No, they never get bet. Like, yeah, they get bet all the time. Uh, now that, now that point spreads just in like a bizarre no man's land of 11 and a half and 12s where it's just like, yeah, I think, I think they're going to win by like 11 and a half or 12. That's like what I think is going to happen in the game. There, so that game, the the other the other game though on saturday i you could make like a really compelling argument for both sides in this and and we'll talk about the the Bengals steelers game coming up with jake browning yesterday like screaming like they shouldn't have released me at the camera or whatever he was saying just like i think i think i'm like kind of good on jake browning for a while i think i'm like pretty good the guy like we well, had like this, a, he's, he's had his run saying, like he's having a moment it's like God yeah. bless him. He's having his moment. He's, He's having, having a moment. moment. And I think the question coming up on Saturday is like, yeah, Tommy DeVito had a moment. And then the Saints were all doing the Italian celebration as they like stomped over his corpse yesterday. <laughs> so maybe Jake Browning's had a moment and eh, we're going to go. Not, not sure how it's going to go on Saturday. We'll see. Cincinnati out to a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, and that game at the Steelers on Saturday. Mason Rudolph will start for Pittsburgh. We'll preview that game coming up this hour. I guess my last note just from yesterday's games where ended up betting the Ravens and the over last night. One of those bets was fun. Yeah. The other was not. <laughs> that one no, was No weather. Ravens cursed. way good. No just, weather. Ravens I, way good. Like, but how, about, how about that total? I mean, how does Jacksonville score seven points? Just, just absolutely the, the Lawrence, cursed. The Lawrence, there's 17 mistakes. The Lawrence fumble is the funniest play. He's well, he's just running normally, yeah. and there's no one around. And then all of a sudden, he just fumbles the ball like he like as if, as if the ball like gained the ability to walk and just started walking out of his hands. It's just like oh oh, what happened? It's on the ground. I don't know. I. I would have laughed if uh, it didn't meant I was going to lose some money. But I guess objectively, yeah. it's pretty funny besides for that. And for people that like want to see a play like that, 
1986 49ers Giants. Jerry Rice in the playoffs is running unimpeded into the end zone at Giants Stadium and literally drops the ball, and the Giants recover the fumble. This the Lawrence play last night is the that that's yeah. the only comp I've ever seen to Jerry Rice's play in the '86 postseason. On the other side, we'll start our handicap week 16 in the NFL. P squared, B squared, Thursday night football: the Rams and the Saints. Courtesy of the calls from yesterday, go to Fox and CBS. The New Orleans Saints uh, rolling over. My guy Tommy DeVito and the New York Football Giants. Giants plus six. Not a uh, not not a pleasurable bet. Not a pleasurable watch as a Giants no. fan. Didn't this, you know what? Honestly, as a Giants fan, I I think I'm okay with it. Like I think we need Tommy DeVito mania to end and like get the focus now on like franchise quarterback in the first rounds of the draft and not like waste our time with an entire offseason of like is DeVito the guy? Like I don't think I can handle that. I actually hope it goes poorly now the rest of the season. Now that like the loss has happened, like I think the clock has struck midnight. Like let's let's please 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 be done with this. Uh and then the Rams and Washington was just like an incredibly ridiculous game. Just I wonder what would happen if Jacoby Brissett had played the whole game. Maybe Washington would have won. Anyway, it sets up coming up on Thursday night. The Rams, who are currently in the postseason, if the season were to end today in the NFC, against the Saints, who would not be in it right now. But both of these teams are right on the cusp. Both teams sitting right now at 7-7. Seven and seven. We will get to the two games coming up on Saturday the full slate on Sunday, and the games on Christmas Day as well. Again, Ken and I are off tomorrow, so we're going to go a little faster with the games here today. We're going to try to get through everything. Guys, P-squared, B-squared, coming up for Week 16 in the NFL. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your blood? Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. All right, Ken, let's start. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank with the Rams and the Saints on Thursday night from Los Angeles. The Rams right now in the market at BetMGM, a four-point home favorite. The total here is 44.5, and, a half, and like, I think... Almost every single game we'll talk about has got like some type of injury like, concern going into yeah. it. I think this is this one's pretty clean though for the most part here with the Rams and the Saints, unless I'm missing something here. Uh, so give us your initial take here. L.A. laying four against New Orleans total here, forty-four and a half. I don't have a strong opinion on every game, uh, but I I have a pretty strong opinion on this game, and uh, my opinion is that I like the over, and I think it's my favorite total of the week uh, of any of the games. If you run a filter through the Saints season because I think you're going to hear that you're going to go like what are you talking about like do you watch the Saints games they're they're dreadful um they are dreadful when they play dreadful teams the scores are dreadful we've been under in a bunch of those games so far this year uh when you filter the Saints against what I would call offenses with a pulse is how I would run that like sort of like create that filter uh you don't get a lot of returns first of all and uh here's some of the recent data points that you'd get and there aren't a lot of them because the Saints, again, this is why everybody liked the Saints before the year. The schedule is incredibly easy, but you filter and you're just like, all right, what about the offenses that have a pulse? Lions, game lands 61. Vikings, game lands 46. Colts, game lands 65. Jaguars, game lands 55. The Texans is the outlier week six. That game landed 33. Uh, the teams also bricked about seven red zone chances and didn't score on them in the game. So just worth noting, like, yeah, the Saints defense is like really good. 
They're also kind of Patriots-esque from the last few years, which is like when they play a team they can run up the score on, not even run up the score on, when they play a team they can dominate and play well against, they do like to the maximum. And the game can still be close because the offense is a disaster. But when they get in these like kind of loose shootout kind of games against teams that want to do that, and there haven't been a lot of them, the defense gets completely exposed in those games, at least across the board so far this year. I think that's what the Ram, it's an offensive minded head coach and a, a quarterback who's playing well right now and two receivers who have started playing a lot better. I think it's profiles is like a big time over game. And I'll tell you what, like, it's not just, and you mentioned you know, Stafford's playing great, Cup and Nakua are both, and, like, and Cup looks like he's back. Like, big time back here for Cooper yeah. Cup. But, like, um, Sean McVay announced, like, literally, like, moments ago, uh, Tutu Atwell's going to clear concussion protocol. He's going to play in this game on Thursday night. Demarcus Robinson has emerged as, like, a legit number three receiver. He may be the four now with Tutu Atwell back. And, like, Higby's back and healthy. And the other tight end, the rookie Davis Allen's really good, too. And, oh, by the way, Kyron Williams puts the ball on, on the carpet twice yesterday. And McVay's like, I don't care. He's staying in. He's, he's one of the best running backs in the league. It's an unbelievable story. He's great. Uh, I think the Rams are definitely going to be able to score in this game. I like your thought on the over here. And, like, look at what, like, as soon as Sam Howell leaves the game yesterday, the commanders just start slinging the ball down the field and scoring points in the game. Uh, I like your thought on the over. As far as the side, Ken, and we'll get to Saturday's slate in a second. Can you tell we're trying to uh, we're, we're trying to motor along today? Any thought on the side of the game? I will admit it's very bizarre seeing the Rams favored by four against, like, not a bottom feeder team. Uh, when the number first came out, I go, I'm either going to bet the Saints or I'm not going to bet the game. Yeah. Um, and I, but I, but I actually, the more I thought about it, I just go, I do think this is like really close to what I think the game's going to be like, like I Rams by a little bit. Um, my, my kind of dumb opinion on how I think the game is going to play out is I think the Rams are literally going to win by one, two or three points. It's like literally what I think is going to happen in the game. Great. Now, like I would never bet that. And I've been wrong about Saints not being able to win by margin before in the other two games. So maybe I have their style wrong from a spread standpoint, but this is close. Like in my head, I go like, you know, be like, all right, I, you know, I'm going to, it's going to be like Rams three juiced or three and a half or something. And I'm like, all right, four. I think that's like a little too much, but I also don't, I don't really want to bet the Saints on the road against a team that's like has a really smart coach and a better quarterback. That just seems like a bad idea. And the Saints also have played very well, run up the score back to back weeks. Again, they're an inconsistent team. They do dumb stuff all the time. Like you're going to bet on a third really good performance in a row with this team, with this bunch. So I think it's a little big, but like not something I wanted to bet into. Uh, the one piece of injury news that I fit, that I did a poor job not mentioning to start, we'll see if Chris Olave is able to play in this game for New sure. Orleans. And I think, like, obviously, like, look what Terry McLaurin was able to do once they started throwing the ball down the field. Poor Kendrick. You know, Howie, Howie and Anna's son uh, got absolutely torched by Terry McLaurin. Like, I don't know, I kind of feel like Chris Olave could dominate this game as well for, for New Orleans. I agree with you, Ken. It's Saints or nothing. I... I, I may take take four with New Orleans here. Like, it's not Saints to win by margin. It's Saints to not lose by margin. I like New Orleans more in those spots. So, like your thought on the over, I would also only bet. I actually, I, I might bet four with New Orleans. Although, also, like, do I really do I really want to do that to myself? Also, like, why? Think, yeah, it's just, it's it's, to me, this is like a why game. Like, yeah, you, you could do that. Like how you could bet, like, the Pistons plus points tonight. And just be miserable and I, for and three I think hours they're way on good Thursday too. night. But why? But why? <laughs> but just like, why? Why would I do that right now? I don't want to do that. Um, but when I was eyeballing the game last night, I was like, okay, like probably like Rams minus three. And then I saw four and I'm like, well, I, do I have to bet the Saints? Uh, maybe. We'll see. But I, I like your thought on the over very much. That's Thursday night with the Rams and the Saints. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank handicapping week 16. We'll try to get through every game today. Ken and I both off coming up on Tuesday. All right, Saturday. 
Bengals and the Steelers in the AFC North. Uh, pretty far cry from what we saw a month ago in Jake Browning's first start after Joe Burrow was lost for the year, where the Steelers closed like about in this range on the road at Cincinnati, won that game 16-10. to Now, uh, Cincinnati is a two-and-a-half-point road favorite at Pittsburgh. The total in this game is 38. The Steelers obviously season kind of like circling the drain right now with three straight losses to 7-7. Seven and seven. And uh, Mitch Trubisky has been benched. And Kenny Pickett looks like he's not going to be back for this game. Mike Tomlin naming Mason Rudolph the starter. Yes, like Rudolph is starting around Christmas time. Maybe we'll, like, maybe we'll do that joke over the course it of the week. It is kind of funny. <laughs> it's like pretty. I know everybody has jokes. It's pretty funny. Like, like, what was the, the backup? Like, Nate Frosty? Like, I mean, just like, it's really ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The, the terrible quarterback threw a yeah. pick down the field. And the enemy, and <laughs> like, in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the bad guy is uh, the abdominal snowman, right? What's abominable? Abdominal is your stomach muscles. He's the abominable what did I say? snowman. Abominable. You said abdominal. I said abdominable, I think. I think I got D and B. Okay, well, that's just not a word then. So regardless, we have to mix this up a little bit. (laughs) Abominable snowman. (laughs) So the abominable snowman is the bad guy in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, In the Mason Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, it's Miles Garrett is the bad guy, and he's swinging his helmet at you. And there's the chance of potential death. Hashtag assault. That's a story for another time. So, Ken, Mason Rudolph starts here for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Trubisky benched. Minka Fitzpatrick already ruled out for this game for the Steelers. Uh, The other piece of news here we are waiting on is Jamar Chase's status. Uh, Zach Taylor, Bengals head coach, saying a star wide wide receiver. A day-to-day with basically a separated shoulder. Doesn't sound great. Uh, (laughs) How do you catch the ball with that? I don't understand. Yes. I don't know, pop that some bitch back in place and uh, yeah, give right. him an attaboy and send yes. him out onto the field. Right. I don't Put know. Some stick him on it, right? <laughs> um, I, I t- the fact that he's dated, I, I, I don't. It sounds to me like he's going to play, but we'll find out more sure. obviously over the course of the week. Cincy open two, now sitting two and a half at Pittsburgh. Total here is thirty-eight. Uh, I don't think there's anything crazy about this market. I don't think I want to bet in the market right now. I, I actually hope that this does not go to three because then I might actually bet the Steelers and that would just be a disaster and I don't want to do it. And uh, and I don't know if I would, but that's when I'd start thinking about it. Just like Chase is 10% in the game. DJ Reader's out for the season now. They had a couple other injuries on defense in the game. Like, you know, I don't know what Mason Rudolph's going to be, but Mitch Trubisky was a zero. Maybe Mason Rudolph can be a one out of 100. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just like... Three is probably too much in the game, but any of these kind of like less than three, like two, two and a half, one and a half, whatever, I think are all fine, honestly. And I agree with kind of how low the total is. I would I would also think this would be a lower scoring game like this. Did not make me want to make any bets, but I, as the interest in Cincinnati starts to build, it's just like, oh God, like I, I don't know. I don't know if I can stomach Steelers plus three, but in like a home division game against this team that's this hurt and has played well recently, feels like a pretty good setup to make a bet don't know if i do it or not maybe we'll never find maybe we'll never get the opportunity is it is it just like tease pittsburgh no because like we saw like we saw this like like they can't they can't do it like there's the quarterback's too bad they can get blown out now the quarterback plays too bad i uh, like it's like i'd rather bet on him like if they're if he if rudolph's fine i'm gonna try not to make jokes rudolph's fine like they're they're good like they're they're probably good here at three um, I don't really want to. I don't really want to pay a lot for more points with the Steelers after what I just witnessed on Saturday. This strikes me. It's not the same thing as like Zach Wilson getting benched for like Tim Boyle. Like Ma- Mason Rudolph's worse than Trubisky. Uh, not, Is I don't know he? He's like that. Oh, They're both I, terrible. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I I think Rudolph's worse. I think like okay. they're both bad. I think Rudolph is definitely worse. Like he's not like Duck Hodges bad, but he's bad. Like he's Did not Duck Hodges good. tweet during the game, by the way? Did you I see that? Know. Did he? He sent out a tweet like sup. Or so I swear that happened. Like, well, he probably wants to. Hey, yeah, I'm sure. Hey man. I mean, he's probably, yeah. you know, who, who, who knows what he's doing with his life right now? I'm sure he'd love to right. play quarterback for the Steelers. <laughs> um, and like, you know, just the, the one thing, like Ben Roethlisberger obviously loves attention and like he wants people to listen to his podcast. He had the comment last week, like Steelers culture may be dead. I don't know if I've got that correct, but basically that was based like, are the, is the proud tradition of the Steelers dying right now? Um, also, like, I, I, I don't know. That drive that the Colts had on Saturday where they ran the ball on every single play, like it felt like the Steelers got Steelered by like a finesse team in Indianapolis. The receivers don't block like all those videos of Pickens and Deontay Johnson like refusing to block. It does. It does. Hashtag feel like bad brew. It's, it doesn't it. But the problem yeah. with that is like the brew master or the barista or whatever is Tomlin. He's great at this. <laughs> So it's like, what's the happening? Barista. Isn't that the term for it? No, I love it. Yeah, if it's a coffee brew, yeah, bad brew at a coffee shop for sure. So you should be like the I, manager or something. But yeah, you get the you idea. You know, so. I so I maybe this is the game where Tomlin rallies the troops and like the receivers yeah, both play well it, and they can't bet on it. Not only can you not bet on it. I actually think, like, if you gave me a hundred bucks and were like bet bet something on this game, I think I'd lay Cincinnati. Like, I can't bend the, the over with. Also, I, I think if I had to bet the total, it's really low. I think I'd bet the under. I I know Cincy's defense. Cincy's defense is brutal. I know. Yes. It's also it's Ma like Mason Rudolph's awful. Like, and I get it. He's someone new. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. he's horrendous. Yes. I, I think I might bet the Bengals. Maybe it is. Money I think that, line. Maybe that's. I how think I that do just. It. I think that just means like they should be a road favorite, which is hard to do. It's hard to be a road favorite in the NFL. I think that's all that means. I think we're good here. Well, you might be, be honest. I might want to bet. All I might right. want to bet. Cincinnati. Bengals money line then, whatever you want. To do. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll be Bengals. It's not. It's, okay. not, it's definitely not Pittsburgh. It's Bengals or nothing for me. Uh, all right, two games, two games in one segment is pretty good. Uncharted territory. Uh, right. Let's let's we're start. Be, we're gonna the be next done by game. like 4:40. It's gonna be really funny. <laughs> like, uh, I guess we'll just give you our NBA for tonight. <laughs> right. um, I'm so Cincy money line about like minus 140, minus 145. Yeah. Like no interest in that. You think they're more likely to win the game than that? I think that's probably well, close. I think that's probably about right. Now, to be fair, like, would feel a lot better if Jamar Chase were playing in the game. Like, we don't know if well, Chase yeah, that's, is going to play. Well, yeah, that's part of the handicap, for sure. I totally agree. Yeah. Has to be part of the handicap. But I'll tell you, like, one thing I think you're definitely right about is let's say Chase is announced as playing, right? Yeah. Get that bump. It's prop. It's going to go to three, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then... And then it's and then it's never Cincinnati, and it's like only Pittsburgh at that point. Honestly, if he's gonna play, maybe it's like three minus twenty or something. There's already we're already close to three in a couple places. I don't know. It's not. I mean, it's not three and a half because I think there's the expectation is like there's a good chance he plays. I do think you probably get three out of that though. With again, you need all the other injury news to stay the same. You need nothing else to happen. But if you get that announcement, yeah, you could go to three in the game. And that's where I'm I, just like groan, and then I probably don't yeah. play the game. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I got to decide if I want to take a little bit of Cincinnati right now and then figure out what I want to do later in the week. I think I'm actually going to do that here. I don't like Pittsburgh in this game. On the other side, we'll talk the Bills and the Chargers coming up on Saturday night, and we'll turn our attention to Sunday slate with Indy and Atlanta. Eleventh play of this drive. Allen 
Here comes Parsons, runs away, throws on the run, has a man, caught, touchdown, it's Cook. I don't think I threw the ball that many times, which, again, I don't just get it done. Let's just find a way to win and, um, you know, felt like the, the kid that didn't do anything in the class project but got an A. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Courtesy of the call goes to Fox Sports with Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson. Josh Allen yesterday, uh, I have a stat line here. 7 of 15 for 94 yards and one passing touchdown. I told you that before the show. Josh Allen's going to play the entire game and throw for less than 100 yards. I mean, how much money would you have bet on Dallas if I told you that that's what it was going to be? And uh, also, Buffalo absolutely smashed the Cowboys in the game. Trucked and them. Uh, just Absolutely I mean, trucked them. And, and just punched them, punched them in yeah. the mouth just every single yeah. series. Uh, Out physical James Cook looked like Thurman Thomas yesterday. Now, Thurman, I think, is one of the best running backs of all time. But, I mean, that's a great game from James Cook. And then Allen with the postgame quote, terrific. Um, When I was in college, what I would always say to uh, when I was doing a group project at Fordham for the College of Business Administration was, I don't want to do any work, but I'll present. I'll be the presenter. I'll get up there and, like, talk in front of the class and do the presentation. And that was always my role. I did no work and then would just, like, get up there and just, like, talk for a couple minutes. Kind of like a precursor to kind of my life. That's producer talent. That's what that is. Like, producer, like, writes the script for the show, like, gets everything set up, director, and then, like, show up, be like, here's the script. You're acting up here. Where's my A? The same thing. Where's my A, suckers? Where's my A? Where's my Here's A, tomorrow. fools? There's your A. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, that's that's better than any A. Is <laughs> having, yeah. having a day off at this uh, this stage in the game. Uh, coming up 20 minutes from now, we'll be on stadium, and we'll continue our handicap of week, six, week 16 in the National Football League. All right, let's go to Saturday night now. We touched on Thursday's game and then the early Saturday game with the Bengals and the Steelers. Kind of like only one bet that I think both of us agree on, which is the over in the Rams-Saints game. I want to bet Cincinnati. Also, like, and I you just feel like that'll be... I, well, New Orleans, like I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like I might bet Cincinnati. Okay. I don't think I could bring myself to bet New Orleans because it's just I'm going to be miserable. Even if the bet wins, I feel like I'll be miserable for having watched it. I don't know if I can deal like having money on Derek Carr in an island game. I don't know if I can deal with it. I might bet Cincinnati though. I need to think more about it. And it's never Pittsburgh for me. I guess if it went to like three and a half, I'd have to bet the Steelers. Three and a half. Uh, Bills and the Chargers on Saturday night from Los Angeles. Uh, we talked a lot about this market on Friday following the Chargers. Historic loss to the Raiders that got the coach and GM fired. So, Giff Smith, Giff and JoJo, uh, first game as interim head coach for the Bolts. Pray I for a game like this. I, 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 I listened to that song this weekend. It's like, a great like, song. I mean, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. So, for the younger listeners and viewers of the show, um, or like, what are they talking about? Like, just YouTube it or bring it up on Apple Music or Spotify, whatever. Casey and JoJo, all my life. It is an absolute certified five-star yeah. banger. It was uh, like the, 90s the R&B sixth, song. sixth, seventh grade dance banger. Like, it was like, a, it was the ballad that would have just, it was like the middle school dance that would play. Like, like there were two, when I think about middle school dances, it's like that song and like, like Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Like those two songs. That's like basically what I think about with those. Like sixth grade, something like that. Do you know what I I think about? But of that time era is incredible Backstreet awkwardness. Boys. I, oh, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have been. And like, uh, and I was the poster child. You couldn't have been more awkward than me. Could you not have been more tips? awkward than me. What, what grade was that? 
Frosted Tips was like junior into senior year of high school when like I, oh, I started late. to develop. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I would say like I was in like a, a, a shell, I would say basically until I was like 16 or 17. Sure. And then I like, started to kind of like come out of it a little bit. But um, I remember going to a dance, I was either eighth grade or I think it's probably just based on the timeline, freshman year of high school. And I had been talking to this girl on AOL Insta Messenger of course. at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I went to an old boys school, so it's not like I got it. And I had just moved. I didn't know anybody. And she was at the dance at the same high school that Alex and I went to, Chaminade, an old boys school in Long Island. And her necklace, she had a necklace on, and the necklace ha had Nick on it. And I was like, oh, my. Oh, no. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. She loves me. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Turned, turned out the necklace. Was because she was obsessed with Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, of course. That was, uh, that was that's that was a, really funny. A a Nicholas, a Nick a necklace, and for a, Nick uh, Carter from the Backstreet Boys. And it was uh, a yeah. a significant blow to at that point was a non-existent. Now my ego's out of control. But right. at that point, like a non-existent ego that got Mike Tyson uppercutted by this girl with her Nick Carter <laughs> necklace. Got, you leave that, you're just like, does it even matter? God, it's, just... it's like this. Like I have to call my mom on a payphone because there were no cell phones. Right. Can you please pick me up? Oh, you had the quarters. Yeah. <laughs> Close to me, you're like my mother. Uh, all right. So Bills and the Chargers. Hope people listened on Friday because yeah. it was like, hey, like it's probably gonna open too big. Chargers are gonna get bad. This was ten saw fourteen. I didn't. I saw thirteen and a half. Yeah. It was thirteen and, oh, and a half yeah, this morning. You had, there was an opportunity to bet like crazy numbers here. Not that it's going to win, but like, hey, like now the numbers don't exist anymore. Now we're sitting at what? 11 and a half. Uh, Buffalo, yeah. 11 and a half on Saturday night. The total is 42 and a half. So can at current numbers here, pen, pencil, blood or blank. Oh, man. I just I look at this and all I start doing is manipulating the point spread with like every teaser in the toolbox and just going like, yeah, I really like that and that. And that, <laughs> and that, just like uh, two teams, six to uh, five and a half. Yeah. 10 to one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all, I like all those things. Yeah. I guess you could say I sort of like them all. Um, yeah. I mean like, you know, a two touchdown kind of number. Sure. Uh, can the chargers give you a better performance? Not even than Thursday, but just like, then we think that they are sure. Like, of course they can. And the Bills, like the last few weeks, to beat the Chiefs, to beat the uh, beat the Cowboys yesterday. That's not these markets. These markets are like, no, you got to like absolutely demolish. And they can, but just like that's the expectation now. So it's a little different. Um, yeah, um, find some creative ways to play Buffalo, maybe like just to win by small mar smaller margins than this using teasers. Uh, and then like the only thing I would do, do you have anything else? I, I just want to talk about Josh Allen for a second. Do you have anything else? Go ahead. Um, I, I kind of think the total might be a little too high. I just don't know how, like, the Chargers are going to score in the game. And maybe they get Keenan Allen back. And that we can kind of, like, revisit this later in the week. Right. But also, it's like, they got, they got like, nothing outside of him. And they, you see, like, they waved Max, uh, Hacksaw got waved. And I think yeah. they're trying to yeah, say Will Greer. Easton Stick is brutal. He's he's really yeah. bad. And and look, like I I never played quarterback. But how do you know after one start? I don't know, man. I've been watching football for a long time. He locks onto his receivers. He's late getting the ball out. Like he's bad. Like he's he's bad. And like maybe this is like someone who's not on the roster right now starts the game. Like maybe Will Greer. I'm being serious. Oh. Maybe like Will Greer starts this game for okay. the Chargers. Tim um, Boyle. He's available. I mean, Tim Boyle is he is he is a Brett Rippon. That's a quarterbacks yeah. that have started Hashtag and have been cut this season. Yeah. Uh I, I feel like the total might be a little too high. Um, I really like your thought on teasers. I think the time to bet the Chargers was, has, has probably passed seems, at this point. Seems like it. Yeah. 
you know, I, I guess like I'll give I hand it over to you on Allen in a second. Yeah, sure. You know, and, and I kind of um just on the San Francisco Arizona game yesterday. First off, great job by you on the over, which San Francisco almost hits by itself yesterday. Um, I even said it on the show yesterday. San Francisco had gotten bet down. I mean, I guess, I guess Arizona had been getting had gotten bet down to yeah. such a degree Similar that I even said at the end of the almost show. Identical. So, yeah. Exactly right. Now that we're in this range, like, do I do, should I bet San Francisco? And I ended up not betting the game. And look, I won money on the game. Like I had the over. That was really awesome. Um, like, at what point do we, does Buffalo merit consideration here now that we're below 13? Like, if, like, Will Greer is going to start this game or Easton Stick gets a start. Sure. Like, aren't the valuable numbers on the Chargers are gone already now, right? So now it's like, it's bills or feels nothing like at this point, right? Feel, feels like it. Uh, I, I'd always be nervous about playing against a team at a big number off the worst performance in their franchise's history. Like, it's just, you know, like, what's the likelihood? It's like, no, no, no. Like, I know you all think they're terrible, um, but there's still room to go. It's like, well, that's a really, that's a tough case to make. You know, like, what kind of performance are you going to get from the Chargers? Now, late in the season, you could you could get that. Stick's terrible. Kane Allen doesn't play. Bills are rolling right now. Sure. Also, like, the Niners-Cardinals thing, the Niners are, like, a historically good team. Like, in the entire history of the league, they might be one of the best when they're fully healthy. Um, similar to the Eagles last year when they were fully healthy. And so, like... Yeah, like they can cover those numbers all the time. The Bills are really hot right now, but they're not bad. Like they're not bad. So it's like I agree. Like the markets, it's a great job drawing the comparison between the two of them of just when do you want to bet each team. But I don't think of Buffalo like covering an 11 and a half, no matter who the opponent is, the way I would think about the Niners. All right. Hit us on your thoughts on Josh Allen. Well, just like we're not going to do like the full MVP stuff today, probably, but, but we should talk about it a little bit when we do San Francisco and, and Baltimore. We'll obviously talk about it a bunch, probably. But just, uh, you know, like there's look. I this time of year, all I'm doing is just listening. Like uh, the time for me thinking is kind of past, and it's just like, all right, like the 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 papers are due, the tests are due. Like, what's everybody's answer? And like, what are they saying? And whether you like this answer or not, and you're listening, I kind of think this is where we're at. Uh, I think a lot of people, and I think that trickles down to people who vote, think that if Josh Allen wins the next three games, he's going to win Most Valuable Player, and it's just worth keeping in mind that this is the first game. So again, Brock Purdy's price was going to, told you three weeks ago, he's the price most likely to drop. Look at the schedule. He's the safest case to make. And huge win Seattle, huge win Arizona. Those were expected by the market. Now what's expected by the market? Like, are, is there, are there any like auto wins coming up for any of the candidates? Well, Brock Purdy doesn't have one anymore. They're playing Baltimore on Christmas night. That is not a coin flip game. It is a still a, like a potential win for the Niners, but this isn't like 13, 14 against Arizona. And so if you're like, all right, like, is there someone who can gain momentum? And you already see a bunch of people, like prominent media people tweeting, if Alan, anybody can be ahead right now, if Allen wins all three, he wins. Okay. This is game number one. They're 11 and a half against the Chargers. They host the Patriots the week after. Host them. What's that number? Great. You're already in the last week of the season. They're playing Miami for the division title. So just like, again, if people, I'm just listening. And people, a lot of people seem to start to be saying, oh, that's a terrible sentence. A lot of people seem to be saying he wins the three. You know what that three. sentence was? abominable abdominable that's exactly what the sentence was a lot of people seem to be making this case like i i wish i was on it earlier but like you got just listen like people are saying this already and like i if you bet brock purdy or you think you should win be mad i'm just telling you what people are saying i don't think this who cares what i think i'm just telling you that's what a lot of people seem to be saying and uh 
And so I, I think it makes it like an interesting insight for Thursday is like, is Josh Allen's MVP price, should it just be a three, like a three leg parlay of them to win the three games? And if so, what is the right price for that in that market? Is that really what it is? Which we talked about last week a little, and we'll talk about more on Thursday. All right, hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium, and we'll get the Sunday's slate of games. We'll begin in Atlanta with that bozo Arthur Smith and the Falcons hosting the Indianapolis Colts. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.